This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. All things will work together for your good. Once you have covered things in the place of prayer, don't predict or preempt God. Don't begin to say, if I go out and there are no signs. Sometimes when God is working, there are no signs. Things look the same. But suddenly, the glory is seen. Hallelujah. Let's share briefly. Let's read that Matthew 19 again. Matthew 19. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. We started first service with the fact that the Bible says male and female created them. You remember, if you were at home watching, you will, and then if you were not, if you were not at home and you didn't watch, you can watch after the service. That the first step into a godly, glorious marriage for singles and those who are, those who are married is to understand that male and female. We are going to be going about some of these things to actually look at the difference or the differences between male and female. You don't process things alike. Sometimes men love to be quiet when there is a problem. Women want to talk about the problem. And if this is not understood, you will think your wife is nagging and you will think your husband is careless. Because men prefer to think about the problem. Women many times prefer to talk about the problem. But we'll get to that in a while. That's what the Bible says that you must understand that male and female, he created them. But we started with the male that God created. In God's image and in God's likeness. So a man that must demand the submission of a woman must be a man that is godly. You cannot claim, you cannot claim, you cannot demand for all other things without the first thing being in place. When God told women to submit to a man, God assumed that he was talking to the man, not that culture made, but the man that he made. But I want to get to something very serious this morning, where the problem is, if we get there, we'll talk about perspective or expectations, why well, you must see have the same expectation towards uh, money, God, family, and each other. But let's start this way, this part two, or this one, talking about cultural influence versus biblical standard. We cannot deny the fact that we live in a certain culture. You can have your seat. God bless you. Hallelujah. How much of what the Bible says about marriage is cultural and how much is scriptural? If you don't look at these two things, there are many mistakes I have said before. Only God. When God gave that express command in Genesis chapter 2, that verse 18, that it is not good for man to be alone, he said it before any culture was formed. So Adam was placed in the garden and we said a few things about that. A man must be a godly man. A godly man can only be found in the presence of God. So it was God who brought Eve to Adam. It was not Eve who arranged herself. When you arrange yourself, you are going to get into trouble. Amen. Anyway, but those are the things we will say later. But let's just, for, for the purpose of what we are looking at this morning. So uh, God said, let us make woman. He said in verse 18, Genesis 2, it is not good. 
So God made man in his likeness. He achieved that. Secondly, God made man, of course, image and likeness. Then God put man in, in a garden. That talks about space. Then God told him that within your space, within your territorial uh, influence, this is what you should do. Trim the garden. Assignments. These are the things that must be settled in a man. Then the final part I shared, second uh, 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 second point in, in first service. The Bible says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother. What cause? First of all, when he has discovered that he's now a godly man in God's likeness. Number two, when he has discovered that he has been put in his own garden, he knows his space. Number three, he understands his assignment. When these three things are in place, then the fourth one follows, which I called the second point the other time. He is willing to move away from his family. And I can't stress the importance of that. I know the economy of Nigeria is not smiling. People want to manage. Almost everyone that I met, that the husband brought them into the wife where their mother, the sister was staying, problems started almost immediately. And I mentioned something for service. It is very painful. It's painful enough to see a man and a woman who are angry with each other and one thing or the other. But it is more painful when there's no problem between the man and the woman directly. Why they are fighting is because of the way she treated the sister. So the man has never complained about any wrong treatment from the wife to himself. The woman has never, the man has never done anything wrong to the woman directly. But why is she angry? What has the guy's sister, his sisters are doing in the house? What his mom said to her? And I wonder if you love your wife and you don't have a problem with your wife, why should your problem originate from other people? It's because many tables have four legs. You have most cars there for, for some long trucks, but most cars have four tires. These four expectations must be carefully looked into. When it's a godly man, it's also important to understand what is his perspective about family. What does he expect as he joins you? Because two will eventually become one. Oh, there's a lot to say about that. When you start sharing roles at times, it can be because you want to balance up and somebody carries somebody carry wonderful. But it is, if it is done out of, this is my money. This is your car. You can go out with this one. It is because you have not become one. When you become one, it is our thing, not your thing. Even though you are the one earning as a man, it is our money. So when she says that, oh, we have projects and you are giving too many to your family, or you are spending, you don't say that, sorry, woman. <laughs> That's what, what men call their wives when things are falling apart. She's no more honest, she's no more there, she's now woman. Woman and waiting in the car. <laughs> Time is running. You know, it's amazing how things can quickly change. The same lady, when you were trying to impress her and dating her, you could wait for one hour. She would tell you to come and pick her by three. You will get there quarter to three. And by four, she's here to be ready. And you are using all those time to sing. In the car, you are just happy. I love you, love. I love your man. I love, I love. You know, I've asked God to forgive you. <laughs> you know, you are, you are all of a sudden, two years into the marriage, she's one minute late 
and you are breathing thunder and brimstone. The same woman, the same lateness. But now you can I'm not saying it's okay to blame. I'm just wondering why you could tolerate it then and you can't tolerate it now. It is because good wine has finished, bad wine is out now. In the time of good wine, you could open the door of the car for her. Now they look to give her, is there anything wrong with your hand? <laughs> now you open good wine has finished. Almost every week that I want to go somewhere, take her to it, you take her out. Most African men don't take their wives out again. Except they are going for family function. Whereas, there has to be, that romance has to continue. But we get to all that. Sunday evening also, we are going to talk to family Sunday. Please don't miss Sunday evening. Sunday evening is only for the married. That's next Sunday. This Sunday evening is for singles. Let's talk about some deep things that we cannot say openly. Anyway, are you following me? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Two becoming one. But project that scripture because we keep referring to it. So Jesus said, either made them, made them male and female. And he said for this cause. So those four things I listed. A man in God, I will be repeating this thing. A man. So if as a man, you want to enjoy the support. I said something for service. Check anywhere in the world. Once leaders don't respect followers, don't treat them with this and don't, there will be rebellion. This is why you see opera and protest and everything in town. Like what happened with uh, NSAS. Once people feel like the leaders are not so, the same thing happens in marriage. Before you demand for submission, are you worth submitting to? But then for women, husband love your wife. You know they say position you put yourself that makes love difficult. But let's go so God created one to be the leader. He gave him assignments. He gave him a space. Then he told that one that rest, the greatest responsibility is on you. So you are also the one that will go out and start a new family. The Bible didn't say for this called a woman should lead. The Bible didn't talk about these are uh, so when God was making this thing, there was no culture. Ah, the difference, and we must be honest to admit, everyone under the sound of my voice, whichever country you live, we all pray by different standards when it comes to cultural practices. Adam never had any of those baggages to deal with. He did not have a father. He did not have a mother. He did not have a, an environment that has molded or shaped his ideology of how marriage should be. Well, here is the challenge. The marriage that Jesus is referring or referring us to, there was no cultural influence, there was no baggage to deal with, but you and I are coming from a family, we are coming from an environment, we are coming from a background that one way or the other, it has shaped and it is influencing how you view things. Say amen. So that's why I said that cultural practices or whatever, what do I call the title? Versus biblical, cultural influence versus biblical standard. So, the Lord is telling us to do things, but it's like, the Lord is not considering the fact that, unlike Adam and Eve, Jesus referred the Pharisees that the perfect marriage was the one God created, and this came from God. But the issue with that is that the one God created, both the man and the woman did not come from any background that could be a problem to how 
whatever you think of a woman. So I'm beginning to say, mm, to fully follow the standards of the Bible. That's why, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. You will, there is nothing that quenches the word of God more than culture. Now, this is what is dangerous about culture. Culture will be changing. But it is so dangerous that you can change on the external. Now you wear tie. Now you wear suit. Now you go to office. But what you still expect from your wife is what your grandpa, who did not wear tie, who did not go to office, and what your grandma, who never went to school. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because in the days of our grandparents, the roles were clearly defined. So the man comes from hunting, comes from farm, sits down, the woman kneels down before him, she brings food. He talks, and the woman must not talk when the man is talking. Now, you are living in Lagos. You go to work, your wife goes to work. But the tragedy is that there are guys you are enjoying. In those days, the man was single-handedly responsible for every financial commitment in the family. He brings antelope home. <laughs> they roast a part of it, they sell a part of it, and then they, they were not even spending money so much that are calories or trade by butter. Now, you go to work. Your wife goes to work. You come back before her. She comes back late with headache, with pain. Office is still trying to do Zoom with her. And you are demanding that she must cook and wash. Because where you are coming from, women must cook and wash. You see the problem of culture. Why don't you take her back to that culture also? Where she will tie up her. Where she will stay at home. If she stays at home, definitely she will cook your food before you come. But, now, please, easily, whatever we put, anyway, I, I've said, for good people can be misled. I clarify things. But for critics who like to talk, I hold them nothing. Say anything you like. Even this video we put on, now one guy just came up, like a, a prophet or so, and he was saying that, stop this video, there is no sound from it. So people are just plainly stupid. You have your page, you don't want to post something there, you want to go to watch somebody's post, once they see that it's trending, they want to come there. We know who you are. You have no cloud. You have no stand. You want to bury your head in what is popular and popularize yourself. It doesn't work like that. Any video of mine that is trending, somebody's coming to say something silly there. Once it's not trending, they won't say anything. Once they see a lot of people posting and talking, they come in. Say, how, how are you saying that? How can you say this one? So that's why at times, because I don't care about them, but the innocent ones, they can mislead. I am, I, I am not saying a woman should not cook for her husband. I am not saying. A woman should not do house chores. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that. Should you be in a... I'm, I'm, more, I'm talking more about what makes you think she should do that. Is it culture or Bible? A time we come. This is my answer to those who say uh, no church wedding in the Bible and all those things. If... Sister Fadera has become my sister in Christ. If all of you are my brethren in Christ, if you have become, if we have become one family by blood of Jesus Christ, why should I not do my wedding with you? Why should I call some other people my only family? 
and leave you out. Whatever decision you take about anything in life, it's a matter of how much you believe what you believe. I get what I'm saying. It's about that. So, oh, oh Lord, how to see. All of you that are not my who are listening to me, you are blessed. One of the things you should look out for is to what extent, and I say this, even there are unbelievers that culture don't so much have influence over. You have to find out that to what extent has this guy gone into culture and using culture to define what should happen between you and him. And in dating, these signs are always there. No matter how much books some guys read, even if he becomes a professor, he still believes that when my auntie is around, my wife goes to the kitchen. He might not verbalize it. Argument will begin to start when he feels you are having an opinion when he's talking to his family. It is his mindset that my family first, that is my sisters and my brothers that I've lived with, now my wife nests. But that contradicts what the Bible says. For this cause shall a man leave his father and leave to his wife. No matter how much your brother loves you, no matter how much your dad loves you, none of them can become one flesh with you. They are your brothers. They are wonderful. They are kind. They are nice. But there is only one person who can become one flesh and one spirit with, and that is your wife or your husband. You don't get that. So, placing others before her or before him is placing others before yourself. That means you are still seeing yourself as two separate individuals. You're well, but you have become one. That's why you will say that my brother said, and I think you should do this. It should be what the two of us think about what your brother is saying. I gave an illustration for service and I said this, and I'm going to repeat this again. Till today, when we got married, Baba is working for us back for many, 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 many years. Maybe some five years or so before we got married. When we started, I had an opportunity of working with a, a, a company in Maryland. I passed the interview and I went to resume day one. I was supposed to resume on Monday. I woke up in the morning and I heard my spirit that don't go, stay with that your pastor. I said, Lord, but we are not even doing midweek service and we are even three, four on Sunday. I can walk during the week and he said, no, I need your full attention. I'm not saying we should do that. Some people start and they do two jobs. God's journey for everybody is not the same. So God's plan. So when we got married, she had work in Bansway, but I have never till today, I don't know how much my wife my ends and I've never asked her once. I have never looked through her phone to check her account balance once. She is free to check mine. I'm not interested in us. I knew she was working in a bank and I was just starting out then. No income, no nothing. Church wasn't giving salary then. Nothing. But you see, I resisted because I have seen what can, how it can, where it can lead to when a man begins to collect money from the woman and you know, I don't want to be misunderstood on this. But I begin to feel somehow when a man sits back, is at home, she goes to work. A man can have an issue for a while. It can happen. Maybe he has lost his job for a while. But when it becomes a permanent arrangement, one day in the former venue, a woman walked up to me and she told me, for 29 years, I've been sponsoring this man. He said, my friends warned me 
So because it started before we got married. Now their firstborn there was 28, going to marry, and she was still not footing the bill of the entire marriage. Out of fortune, they decided to talk to me that Pastor Avut I done enough 29 years. Because the moment you tamper with divine pattern, you might have a problem. And some of the common areas is for the guy to say that, you see, I'm living with my mom. Don't worry. Let's let just get married and you come to the house. Don't worry, my mom. Your mom is a good person. Your wife is a good person. But there will be problem. Why? You are playing, you are playing outside the space of what God created. For this cause, a man shall live. You have refused to live. You have brought her here. And I showed them first service. Abraham was the richest, maybe man around that time, or one of the richest. Isaac was the only son living with him. Yeah, before Isaac married Rebecca, Genesis 24, Isaac had his own apartment, was staying in the south. It's, it might be a big kill. He will discover that the two of you will start rising very fast there. And then a word for those who live in a mini BQ, live in a mini flat BQ, and you are bringing two or three of your siblings in, and they, they finish eating, they expect the woman to work. Don't put pressure on your marriage at the beginning. Don't put pressure on your marriage at the beginning. You are not supposed to forsake your sibling. Can you find another way of helping? Don't put pressure on your marriage from the beginning. This is too common. Too many women are suffering because of in-laws living with them. Who see the lady as nothing but a glorified housemaid? It's very common. They are that this is my brother's house. No, it is their house together. If you respect your brother truly, you must respect his wife. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Is somebody listening to me? So he told the woman to support. So he said, it is not good. When God put all those wonderful things in man, then he said that for a man who has his space, who has his garden, a man who knows his assignments to trim the garden, God, what to do? A man who has left his father and his mother and everything is set, there's still one thing missing. Then God said, he needs another species called female to be able to function properly. So God picture, because, I'll just say this, God has, he operates both as man and a woman. El Shaddai means multi-breasted one. And there were times that God referred to himself as the jealous one like a woman under the old covenants. So God, so God saw that with all these beautiful things and the garden and everything I've given man, he cannot function except another species comes in that is called female. Now the work of the female is to support what I put in the female species is ability to help a man to be what I've created him to be. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, if you carry Italian suits, beautiful, wonderful, and take it to village and open a shop there, and you're like, you are selling Jojo Armani. <laughs> Either the people in your village are responsible, or there's a, it's a spiritual attack. Because you won't sell anything. No matter how beautiful your suit, they don't need your services there. If you take internet to the most interior where they do have light, they don't need 
what you have brought to them. So many women are carrying their treasure to the house of a man who does not need you. God got Adam to a point where there was that, he felt that need of another species. From what he said when he saw the woman, this is now the bone of my bone and the flesh. When I read in Isaac, the Bible says, as soon as they brought Rebecca to Isaac, he took her to where Sarah died dead, where Sarah was living before, he took her to that tent. Just to keep the memory of his man, the Bible says, as soon as they entered the tent, Isaac became comforted. There was something that died in Isaac when his mom died. As the only child that the mom called later, that the mom had at age 80. There was that serious bond between the two of them. When the mother left, there was a vacuum in Isaac's heart. When Rebecca came, the Bible said for the first time, he became comforted. When you enter a man like that, there is a value he has for you. When you parade yourself in a man, before a man who has not seen the need for a wife or who is not a godly man or who has not left his family who does not see that he really needs that helper the same word God used for a woman helper is the word used for only spirit if he does not see it you are throwing your precious things like like Jesus said to pick it who you are wasting away and Abigail in the house of Laban is a mismatch. And there are many precious women. That is the beginning of their problem. What they are trying to sell is telling you it does not need your... And that's the, that is the state so many women are right now. What they are trying to do. One day I was talking to a couple. They are not members of this church. Even not living in the country. And she began to tell me, I spoke with a, quite a, 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 a number of them. And she was telling me, she grew up, I went with this, talk, talking about cultural, she grew up, their mom would take them on vacation. And when there was no money, the mom would rent and they could not travel out. The mom would rent one hotel. There's a friend of mine that does the same thing also now. Any new hotel in town, he said, well, I do American visa. I don't travel. He said, so I take my children out maybe once in a month. We just pay for one hotel in the night. We have a wonderful time. Now you see, joy is not expensive. Happiness might be. Range Rover Sport, latest model. You know, happiness can be. See, if you see my, I had a friend who used to criticize private jets. Oh, you know, say, so one day he went to <laughs> one of the rich men in town, not a pastor, who has invested. That's someone that sells a car. You know the person that he has a, he's, he's bought the franchise of a particular vehicle. I'm sure you can tell the person I'm talking about. So he, so he, he gave this guy a role in the school. And so they went to a far place, southwest, around the Kitty area or so. So, so the school. And this, my friend, is also fairly rich. He went with his driver. And after the meeting, Baba just called and said, tell your driver to go home. He said he was wondering that. He did a call to him. Say because you are following me in my jets. When he sat down in the jets, when he landed in Lagos, he called the driver. <laughs> he was here to reach Ibadan. He was in traffic. He said, Meleo. Because he was already at home. Then he called me. Ah! He said, Oh boy, let's not lie. Life can be sweet. <laughs> he said, Man, he sat down there comfortably. 
like a sitting room and they were just there and the stewards and the people were coming upstairs to give them things. He said, just open the side, they were in Lagos. When they got to the airport, it felt like sitting down inside that. Baba, maybe we should go to Abuja. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> now I met another man who said he bought the latest banks and he drove around and he told his uh, uh, protege to come in. So that one entered and they got to the destination. That one didn't want to come down. He said, Oh boy, come down. I don't understand. I've never entered this car before. Then the man told him that vanity upon vanity. That's what the Bible says. He now said, You know what? When I to have this kind of car, after driving around, then I too will say vanity. He said, Because Solomon that said it in the Bible became the richest man first. Before he said vanity. When you are broke and you are saying, well, Shut up your mouth. It is jealousy. <laughs> so you see the latest car. You, you know, get by, cool. You pass all this thing, they are vanity. <laughs> oh boy, jealousy, they worry you. <laughs> when you have seen it all, and it cannot influence you. Then you are qualified to say vanity upon vanity. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you, are you with me? Oh dear Lord Jesus. The mom will take them and when they are, she will just book hotel and she will take them there. They will just have a nice time, take breakfast at the hotel and they, 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 they all learned how to swim on time. They will swim and they will go back home. And they were always happy. Now she married this somebody not interested in such a thing. So this is why you have to know which culture produced this man? Which culture produced this woman? This person did not drop from the sky. And he or she was not created like Adam as an adult. So we all grew up. Some in Abelkuta some in Abuja, some in Umaya, some in Kaduna. This culture is having an influence on us one way or the other. The kind of things we are watching on. So these things are now there is a generation who are so I don't think some of our children will ever watch NTA. Except NTA rebrands. But some of you that are about 35 you remember those TV that you tap on both sides, both. You know, you know those lines. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, don't worry. We know your age. You know, those lines. How many of you understand? You saw those things. And by four o'clock, national anthem. Dun, 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 dun. That's how you can Then later, AIT came. But now they have all channels. Now, apart from channels, they have their phones. Honestly, when I remember, how did we survive then? No phone, no nothing. So you could go from here to Kaduna to visit your uncle. Only to get a tell that the uncle has gone to visit you. <laughs> no phone, no nothing. I mean, you will just get up and go by faith. You will just believe that you meet Uncle at home. We did that many times. My father was asking me to give money to my brother and invest in Baroden. I wouldn't see him for a day. I had to sleep with one of his friends. Then they say, ah, they went to Ife for something and they will come back the following day. But now there is, you can call. Maybe technology will get to a point where you can see. You just do your hand like this. You can see your brother like a native doctor. He appears. You are in fair. Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> no, no. Everything is increasing every day. And with increasing technology, it is messing up culture. 
in some cases for good, in some cases for bad. Where I want to start from next week is the Bible directly goes for what is beyond culture. No matter how refined human beings become, no matter how tech we become, love will be love. Betrayer will be betrayer. Human beings cannot calculate these things out by technology. If you are malign people, it has moved from newspaper now to blog. But they still write nasty things about one another through blogs. Because human nature cannot change. But the weapons they use to express it will change. So when our forefathers had bows and arrows, they fought war then. Now that you have a coming but people are still fighting war. It is the same man. So that's why the Bible says, husband, love your wife. Whether the old technology gets to a point where we are all floating in the space, you will never be without a desire to be loved. You will never cease to feel it when you are betrayed. And human beings will never stop betraying one another. Infidelity will never stop. The guiding of technology. All those things won't go. So the Bible goes straight in Ephesians chapter 5. And that is where we begin real teachings on marriage from. Let's rise. If your family is based on culture, you'll treat your wife, you'll treat your husband from the perspective of culture. And what are some of the things I say as an example? I say them by the spirit. You know this woman works hard. She pulls down money to support the family. Yeah, she comes back fat out from work and you still want her to go to the kitchen. All because your cultural mindset tells you that a woman, is it a sin if you fix the food? I'm not saying accept that's your role as a man, but is there anything wrong when you choose to help? If you have three kids and she bates uh, two, is there a problem when you help her? Is it that when you finish baiting that man, your man who disappears. I don't understand why you so much resent the idea where you are coming from culture. So you are there on the seat, watching her. And when it is time to pray rent, you ask for her own parts. And she gives it to you. In the days when they were making women do all that, the man was solely responsible for financial stuff. It was absurd in Yoruba history for a man to ask his woman to contribute. Most cultures like that, even Igbos, it wasn't done. Now, if your wife is part of your financial thing, part of everything, so you feel that it is wrong to help her with a few things. What about you as a woman? The way you act, the way you talk. We will talk about this. Communication is the problem of many women. Do you talk like somebody who should be loved? You are rough with your speech. You say things. Even there is a way, even if the guy's family or somebody says something you don't like, there is a way you can still compose yourself. And then at home you can tell him. But when you throw caution into the wings and destroy say things, even if it's a loving person, it becomes difficult to want to stand by you and defend you. If you were quiet and you waited till, and then at home you, you are now telling him that, see, your sister said this, I don't like it. Now, if he doesn't do anything like that, we can understand. But if you have first of all exploded, you are giving them back 50-50. Whatever you are, the way you talk. The only thing you like is what your husband doesn't like. 
If I start seeing once he chooses this, that's why you don't like it. Any other man you meet, you honor them. When it comes to your husband, you must argue any presentation that comes from him. You make it difficult. Now, God told the man to love the woman. But I'm again saying that the Bible is assuming that the woman the Bible is talking about is the woman of Genesis. And is the Proverbs 31 woman. Virtuous woman. If you read everything about that woman, how can you not love her? What most men don't know, demanding money from you, what men, most men don't know, if you show your wife genuine love, she will support everything. If you are carrying all the load, especially when it is hard for you, and your wife is keeping all that, but she doesn't want to pass, something is already wrong somewhere. It's not about money. There is already a problem. Because a good woman will not watch you doing everything and hold her money back. So she collects money from somewhere. Maybe one project, they pay them some every man. She's keeping it from you. Either she believes that you are not thorough financially. I know some men are like that. Once that money gets into your hand, you can as well waste the money goodbye. Every investment you've done as a man, they all went down. And the family followed you. You are still telling me, somebody just telling me, a lady, a friend just came. I wanted to borrow some money. The husband just sat down and thought about it. He wasn't, he wasn't a stingy person. It's that I feel there's a problem with this thing. And she said, no, no, no. She went and gave the guy money and they lost all the money. And the husband didn't even say, she be, I told you. He just said, no problem. But I knew that day that something was wrong. A time comes when you don't see as this will take away infidelity from marriage. It is not. That's why I started by praying for men who are men. See, people make mistakes. To say that Christian men won't fall at all. All of us. Some will. They don't have to. You don't have to sin. But if you have, you can be restored. But he said you can put yourself in a position where none of those things can come to you. One flesh, one soul. So you don't say my car anymore, it is our car. The anointing of God rests upon such a family. Your children, they grow up and they want to be part of, they also, they go to create that kind of family. And that's what we are talking about. Let me head this way, which is the last part we look at. Before you fight and break up, always remember, you're angry because of the way she's behaving, but you have forgotten the serpent outside your garden. There is someone who wants your marriage down so that your children will repeat the same thing. So you will never become all that God wants to become from a broken family. There is an enemy that is masquerading as a problem. When you overfocus on the problem, you forget about the enemy. I say this sincerely speaking. The same demonic spirits that broke some marriages of people in your genealogy before you has come to your house. You can't see him. You are putting all the problem on your wife, putting all the problem on your husband. And no matter who cancels you, you refuse. No, no, no. You don't know that once you do what people before you have done, Satan has won again. He moves from you to your children. How many generations of your family will he conquer? Which one of you will rise up one day and say no to this thing? To this thing. 
Oh dear Lord Jesus. Are you with me today? Are you with me today? The situations of homes are there is no situation beyond the mercy of God. And I'm praying for all of us and our families. If anyone has made mistakes listening to me this morning, mercy will correct those mistakes. Mercy will speak. God sees your heart. You, what has been done has been done. He will re-engineer everything. So the blessing of the whole family, yourself and everybody. He will keep over your children, watch over your children. He will cause them to grow in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. I pray for peace in families, in homes. Those that you have, you've had problems with in-laws, now you and your husband, you have problems with different members of the family. I pray for the peace of God that surpasses understanding to step in. I pray for reconciliation. If you are listening to me, it's not even about husband and wife thing. You have a brother that you and him will never talk again. You have a sister that you don't talk to. There is a nephew that wants to live with you. Now, he's abroad, whatever he says, a lot of nasty things about you and your family. There are members of a family that you hate to see them. You don't see eyeball to eyeball. This is happening among siblings. There are siblings who must not see eyeball to eyeball. If you are here and that is happening to you, I pray for the peace of God between you and that person. I pray for reconciliation. In the name of Jesus Christ, a guy sends money home from UK every year to be building a house. And the man, the brother's wife, talked the brother into taking the money. They built the house in their own name. He came back and they bonded. He, he didn't know when he started. He stood for the and he was placing courses on them. He said, I did many jobs in UK. I suffered. And he was sending money to them every month for their own upkeep, but was sending money for them to build the house. And the man, the brother, younger brother, were convinced the brother that well, he has money. Let's build the house in our own name. And they did. It will be difficult for that kind of man to trust family members again. And these things are happening. I was shocked the day I was involved in a case. This guy's wife traveled abroad, stayed with his best friend who was a married man. The wife went out one day and the friend grabbed her and raped her. She was, she lost and she was in trauma. At first, her friend, her husband didn't believe. And she had to come back to the country. You know, when you get her bro, somebody just to stay with somebody for a while until she can, she'll be able to find her fit. And this was what the guy did to her. Who was there as a best man on their wedding? The guy told the guy on the phone that if I ever see you, if I don't kill you, may God not spare my life. That if I see you, his family don't know why he has not come to Nigeria. Because his friend told her, you just land and I will kill you and go to jail for free. But see, that killing him is not the solution. He does not heal the woman. Because he's still affecting the woman up till now. So he did it about three times. Even the first one happened, she started planning her way out of the country. And the man, you know, some people, there is a beast in them. Study. So in woman-to-woman interaction, things happen. An offense can develop. You can be in a unit with somebody in church and offense can begin to pop up because of that. This is why love and forgiveness, they must be very strong in us. They must be. 
somebody listening to me, you are angry because they asked you not to marry somebody, and now you are married to the person, and you don't even want to talk to everybody that says you should not marry the person. For how long shall these things be? That's what we are talking about family. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Are you competing with any member of your family? Do you want to outshine your sister? Why? What about shine your brother? You don't like your brother's wife. She doesn't like you also. Your brother doesn't like your wife. All these things are happening everywhere. Yet from the beginning, Jesus said it was not so. Father, thank you for your peace over our souls, over family. We'll receive your word. We pray for mercy over every one of us to do it the right way, to align with the principles of your word. In Jesus' name. Your home is blessed. Just one prayer for everybody. This week, I pray in the most crucial area of your life right now, may you experience mercy. May God deal with you on the ground of mercy, no other thing. That I will just look at you and say, the only thing I'm considering now is that I am merciful. That will be your experience this week. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.